My name is Cody Wickline, and I'm from The Voice, and uh, you're listening to Straight Hustling. You say I won't, but I will. I'll drink a moonshine straight from the steel. I tore off a leaf of backer smoking right there out in the field. I couldn't hunt without a light. Take off a run and ride into the night. I find the leanest, meanest, biggest, baddest boy and start picking up fight. So hold my beer and watch this as I cross another crazy thing on my list. I'll be either coming back or giving St. Peter a kiss. No, I ain't scared. I ain't afraid. Might be the last word you hear me say. Right, welcome back to Straight Hustling. It's Dick, Darren, and Stu. What's going on? We got a cool show today. We got Cody Wickline from The Voice, and uh, he's out doing some touring right now. He's out uh, doing some stuff with uh, Daryl Worley and Craig Wayne Boyd and Leonard Skinner and a little bit of everybody else. So he's out there having a good time touring. Yeah, that must be awesome, you know, starting out and being on The Voice. All of a sudden, you get to. You know, a lot of those are some pretty heavy hitters he's getting to hang out with. Uh, but, yeah, he's got a cool career going, man, and he's uh, got some old country style, some Hank Williams Jr. kind of sound in, or a Hank Williams Sr. kind of sound, you know, old country roots and stuff. And So we'll get him on here and see what he's talking about. That'll be great, man. Let's see what he's got to say, Dick. See if we can get the feud between Blake Shelton and Daryl Worley fired up. Throw some gas on that fire. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Let's get Cody on the phone. What's going on, Cody? Hey, this is Cody Wickline. How you doing? This, do you, uh, not, this not much. I'm sitting here on Daryl's tour bus. You're on where? Daryl Worley's tour bus. Oh, okay. Well, tell Daryl we said hi. Very cool. All right. I have to tell him. He's in there talking about me. <laughs> oh, man. We're glad you called. This is uh, Dick, and I also have Stu with him. Oh, cool. How are you doing? Oh, man, everything's good. So, uh, so what are you up to right now, man? You're just, uh, you out there with Daryl? Yeah, we're, we're over here in, uh, in Jackson at the Harley shop. We're doing, doing a Conway thing. Oh, Down yeah. Okay. Uh, Daryl Worley and Daryl Singletary's right side of us. He's right side of us. Songwriter type, uh, concert down here. Oh, man. Very cool. Cool. You gonna get you one of those Harleys while you're there? I hope so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but have you seen the Indians or the uh, Victories? I've seen the Victories. Yeah. You need to check those Indians out. Don't waste your money on a Harley. No, no. Get a Victory, man. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Don't waste your money on the Indians. <laughs> so, man, you've been staying pretty busy, huh? I have, yeah. I have, this weekend was pretty busy. Um, <clears throat> I had three different shows going on. I had four shows. Last week, total three of them were consecutive days, so I was going all over the place, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So man, so how did you? Uh, how was your experience? I know you were on the uh, the Voice, and uh, so was that like a mm-hmm. game changer for you? Um, it, it has been. I mean, I you know I wouldn't have uh, become James Barrel and, and and made all the connections and stuff that I have if it wasn't for the Voice. 
you know, now we're working on a single and everything, actually. Um, Daryl and his partner, Brett, uh, we're trying to find the, the right song that we want to cut. We're going to put it out on satellite radio. And we've also got iHeartRadios interested in it, too. Oh, very cool, very cool, man. So I saw you You really didn't, uh, growing up, you didn't really have any uh, musicians in your family. You just kind of took it on? Yeah, I really haven't had too many people. Well, not really anybody I can think of in my family that's been in music. Uh, um, I'm pretty much, I guess, uh, the first. an oddball <laughs> when it comes to music. Uh, and I, I, I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true, were you going to school to be a, get a degree in nursing? Uh, yeah, I was actually. I'm, I'm not now, but I, I made it about halfway through nursing school. And uh, I had to quit when um, I got on The Voice because, you know, I was that, going out in L.A. all the time, so I had to drop out. Which I'm glad I did, you know. I hate to say it, but it's one of the best things I did was drop out, you know, because now I'm moving my uh, music career forward and everything's going good and yeah. I really think that it's going to work out, you know. And you got some medical uh, experience in case Daryl goes crazy and punches anybody over there. You can, you can help him out. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he might do that. He gets that way sometimes. <laughs> Don't give him tequila. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to make sure we get us some tequila when he comes, as long as he doesn't punch us. <laughs> <laughs> he just might. <laughs> we'll just hide behind Blake shouting. We'll ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. Well, man, I saw your. Uh, I went back and watched your appearance on the uh, the Voice, and that man, that was very cool, man. Some good songs. You always been into the more of the older kind of Hank Williams kind of style and things like that. I, I do. You know, I, I'm kind of trying to to make kind of a. a traditional, like a, a neo-traditional type thing, you know, where it's traditional enough to be country music, but it's also modern enough to be played on radio. Yeah. It's kind of the direction that we're we're going right now. Um, and that's kind of what my whole strategy is, my whole goal with music, is to make something that <clears throat> is modern enough to be on radio, but it's also, it tells people, you know, it reminds people of what, you know, real hardcore country music is. Yeah, yeah. Country's kind of all over the place right now. You got a little little bit of everything in country right now. Well, it's lost its identity. I mean, nobody really knows what what is country, you know. That's that's the big question. What is country? You know, you got all these songs using hip-hop beats and different things in them. And, and uh, nobody really knows, you know, is this country or is it this or that you know there's, there's really not a definition for it nowadays yeah I, i've been listening to a lot of johnny cash here lately uh ring of fire hurt stuff like that it's uh some of this later later stuff i mean you, you know yeah. you, you know you've got your good country song when that comes on there's no denying that uh you know those true country oh. roots just shine oh yeah i mean well there's nothing like it it's, uh, it's just got so much more heart into it and it's, it's basically, you know, it's songs that that have their own legs. That's, yeah. that's the thing we're missing. You know, we, we've gotten so used to writing songs about the same stuff that doesn't have any real meaning to it. And, um, you know, so a hit's just another hit nowadays. It's like, you know, it's on the radio for a little while and then people forget about it. 
to it for years from now. And back then, those songs, they were able to stand by themselves. You know, those, those songs were such heartfelt songs and, and, and some amazing songs that, you know, people still enjoy them 40, 50 years later, yeah. you know. Not like that Craig Wayne Boyd stuff that's out right now. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, I saw you with him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually, uh, uh, me and Craig have developed a, a really strong friendship here lately, and, and uh, I'm actually, he's, he's wanting me to talk to his manager. Um, i got to set up a meeting with him pretty soon. But he, he's a real cool guy. Yeah. Craig's really, really nice guy, and uh, he really he has a lot of passion for what he does. Yeah, he actually used to live in this house where we record our show out of. Really? That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was throwing <laughs> him out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs to. He needs to come back to his roots and uh, come out here and meditate, do a little interview with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. We got this house out here in National City. He was a uh, while he was in Nashville, he stayed here. Oh, probably almost a huh. year. Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, cool little spot. I think that we he owes all of his uh stardom to this location here, where he was able to write some songs and things. That's what he said the first day he saw it. He said, "How can you not write a song here?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so man, so you got some stuff working with him, and what else you got coming up right now? Well, uh, I've got a few uh, show dates. I'm I'm trying to juggle touring and uh and, you know, writing music and trying to, to find the right song for this single, that's that's pretty much the main focus for right now is getting a single out there and, and getting it out on the radio. Luckily, we've, we've got the, the right connections to, to make that happen. And now it's just, you know, up, it's up to the fans, you know, whether they like it or not. Yeah. And uh, if it catches on and, and people go crazy over it, then... Um, that, that's what we're expecting. You know, that's what we're hoping for. Hoping we, we can get something out there that's really going to shock people and, and knock them off their feet. Yeah, know? you need to get you some tequila and sit back in that bus with Daryl, man. He writes some hits. Y'all could come up with some together. And, yeah. Yeah. He might would. I'm sure he would. <laughs> or, or he might hit somebody. You never know. <laughs> he might get a little crazy. Maybe he'll um, hit somebody. Cool guy. I'm just picking at him. He might hit somebody <laughs> and write a song about it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, Daryl's a great guy, man. We interviewed him not too long ago, man. What a what a just a cool down to earth guy, man. Doesn't get much yeah, better. Yeah, sure is. He's he, he probably one of the nicest people I've met really in this business. Yeah. Um, he's been he's been real good to me, and uh, and his wife, you know, both pretty much taken me in, and and they've kind of. Uh, you know, consider me like uh, family, you know, oh, yeah. and I consider them that and do the same. And uh, I just feel really blessed to be able to work with people like that. Man, what was it like when you were on the stage and you were singing that song on the voice, and the first chair turned around? What did you? What were you thinking anything at that time, or were you surprised? No, I think the, the only song I can think of is you know I think the musicians like so long for an opportunity to be heard and just to, just to have somebody want to take the time to, to work with you and, and 
and and be interested in what you do. I'm you wonder, you know, am I really that good? Can I can I really make this a career? And because um, you already love it, you know. But I think when I when I seen that first year turn around, I knew right then automatically that I was on the show. Yeah. You know? I was like, I made it through on the show, and for me to, you know, it's kind of a, a relief and a. Just uh, it was like I was I'd reached uh, a goal in my life, you know. I I was there. I was moving forward and, and heading in the right direction. Yeah. And um, and then especially you know after I seen that all four of them had turned around, that was just even more validation that what I'm doing was for a reason, you know. Cause yeah. I was in nursing school and I was like, you know, I really don't want to be a nurse, but. I would rather be a musician. That's what I love to do. I love to, to write and sing songs and um, and to perform for people. And um, so it was kind of it was a really emotional experience because I felt like that's what it took. Yeah. I felt like the doors I've, I've I've opened up the door there. Yeah. Now I just have to to keep pushing through. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. And the first guy that had the confidence in you, you didn't even pick. For your coach. Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) But, man, I'm sure you're going to have a good career, man. you got a lot of fans behind you. I see online you got a lot of people uh, digging your sound and really behind you. And, and, you know, that's very cool when you put out your music and it's uh, fans are going to pay that money to to get your albums and uh, uh, come see you. And it looks like you got a good start. you got a lot of people following you right now. Well, if it wasn't for that, you know, I wouldn't be in a position that I am now to to do this as a career. I mean, having, you gotta have fans to, to support your career because if you're not bringing anybody to a venue, you know, nobody's gonna want you to come play. Mm-hmm. And if nobody's buying your, your music, then you can't make any money and, and you're not selling any product that way. You yeah. know, so it's, it's really, uh, fans is, that's, that's what makes an artist, you know, that's what makes us uh, be able to be fortunate enough to have a career and what do what we love. So, are people like recognizing you everywhere you go right now and running up to you and getting your autographs and things? Oh yeah, yeah. It, uh, it really is. what surprised me right when I got off the show. Um, walking down Nashville was probably one of the most surprising things because I didn't realize. You know, I knew back home where I'm from. Um, People, you know, were going crazy because not very much happens in that area, small area. And to that area, you know, it was like Elvis had come to town, you know. <laughs> um, to them, just because, you know, it's a small place. But um, when I was walking down Nashville for the first time, I could come out off the show. I, I couldn't even hardly make it down the street. People were coming out and taking pictures and stuff, and that really better surprised me. You know, made me feel even better because people had actually paid attention, and I had a lot more fans than I even realized. Yeah. So it's kind of shocking, you know, to see that. Yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of it, too, is, you know, you are staying kind of, you're staying with the country roots and a lot of uh, a lot of the old real country, and, you know, that, I think that, that draws a lot of people, too. There's, you got a, you got more of the pop stuff that, uh, getting fans too but you know you don't hear as much uh the country the way it was sung 
years ago and how it was brought out. You don't hear as much of that coming yeah. nowadays. Well, it's just, you know, it's the substance itself of the music. It's, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't, you know, that I absolutely can't stand uh, newer songs. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of newer modern songs that I do like. Sure. Um, but it's just, you know, there's very few of them that I can actually say are, are good songs because, for one, they're talking about the same thing, and uh, it's mainly just the music. It's like, you know, country music is supposed to be known for its lyrics and its lyrical value, and it seems like anymore that uh, everything's, you know, went the same direction. I mean, even other genres of music, it's like they're trying to make, like, one big mainstream genre of music. Yeah. And... You know, I might not want to listen to, to pop one day. I might want to listen to, to this or that or, you know. And that's, that's the thing that I want to say. It's like, um, there should, should be different types of music and stuff. Like, we don't all have to be, uh, same. Sure. Yeah. You I know, saw your, uh... different and, and one, one day I might want to listen to the blues and next day I might want to listen country yeah, right, the next right. day I might be listening to heavy metal you never yeah. know I saw your simple man Leonard Skinner on YouTube man that was cool yeah that was, that was really cool getting uh that was definitely an honor uh to be able to open up for them um they, they've always been probably they're probably one of my favorite uh fans of all time I'd say um and that, that was just that was such an honor to be able to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, man. Lenny Skinner's awesome, man. Well, man, don't let uh, Daryl get you talked into posing on any Playgirl magazines. I'm going to try not to. <laughs> uh, I thought about Hold out. printing off some of them pictures and, <laughs> and kind of getting to sign some. Well, he's all about wanting to so, sign one for me, so. <laughs> We're giving him some <laughs> little grief about it. That's pretty funny, man. <laughs> hey, it depends on how much money you love. Man. You got that right. That's what I say. Hold out for <laughs> top dollar, man. <laughs> hey, man, we got this thing we do called the hustling round. We just ask some questions. Do you just say anything that kind of pops to your mind? You want to do that with us? Yeah, we'll do that. All right. If you were elected president tomorrow, what's the first thing you would do? I think the first thing I would do is I'd fire everybody else that was in office. Um. <laughs> And I would, uh, if I could change anything about the government, uh, I'll say that, um, I would try and, and, and put some people in there that just average, honest, hardworking people that, you know, knew what it was like to have to, to make a dollar and, and, uh, knew what it was like to struggle in life and, yeah. and um, I'd put them in, office and, and, you know, make sure that they were smart enough to do the job. Yeah, you were. Uh, you heard all them uh, career politicians. What, as the government's missing, really, is you got too many people in there that, that don't understand uh, what's going on. You know, they're living their happy yeah. lives, uh, you know, carefree life, and they're not realizing um how hard it is to make it to live in this country anymore. Well, they don't care. They're totally disconnected. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and, you know, just somebody that was honest, you know, I don't care if they tell me something bad. I don't want somebody that tells me what's 
I want to hear. I'll somebody to tell the truth. All right. Who would you pick for your vice president? Vice president? I'd probably have to say Daryl Worley. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, all right. He could be my, he could be my bodyguard too. <laughs> what about uh, you? Got to pick one of these. I'm sure uh, we know which one you're going to pick: The Voice or American Idol? I definitely pick The Voice. <laughs> yeah, it's because I, I know uh, I've had friends who went through the whole American Idol process. They uh, it's just, it's two different entities, really. Uh, the way that they run things and everything. From what I've heard, and I could be wrong, but from what I've heard is, uh, the voice treats the contestants a lot, a lot better than they do on American Idol. Oh, sure. Alright, man. If you had to pick any person or group to do a concert with, who do you think that would be? Man, that's a tough one. There's so many of them I'd love to. Um, I'd say one of the most common ones, uh, would, would have to be uh, either Willie Nelson or Merle Haggard. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what and, I was thinking. Uh, you know, somebody that, that, that's really up and coming and I've, uh, I've admired for the past couple of years is uh, Chris Stapleton. Uh, uh, cool. I just I love his, his style and, and um, his songwriting and everything. I mean, he's just... Uh, I'm a huge fan of his. All right. Would you want to challenge uh, Corey White to a kickboxing fight? <laughs> to a kickboxing fight? Yeah. Um. You can call him out on the I show. Mean, I mean, I guess we could. I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> no, I actually, I was actually texting Corey the other day, uh, and we were talking about some of the stuff we're doing. You know, he's a cool guy. Yeah, uh, right. A lot of people thought, you know, uh, right back home, you know, they're like, we can't stand that kid. And, <laughs> and uh, you should have won. You should have done this and everything. But, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. You know, I didn't have any hard feelings over that. No. It wasn't his fault. Uh, Y'all both in it for the same thing, man. Yeah. We're both in it. Exactly. But you know, I think you can still take him. Thing. I think you can still take him to kickbox and fight, though. Uh, yeah, I am actually. I'm, uh, I haven't been in a while because I've been on the road quite a bit. Um, but I do every time I get a chance, you know, and, and kind of get back home and get a little bit of R&R time. Yeah. Usually what I do. Alright, if you had it, if you had it to do over and you didn't pick Blake Shelton, is there, who would your next runner up be? I'd probably say Pharrell. Oh yeah, cool. And, and the reason why is because uh, real, I just felt really connected with him, you know, I felt like he understood me as an artist. Alright, we got a couple more for you, man. Who wins the cage fight between Daryl Worley and Blake Shelton? Oh, Daryl Worley, definitely. <laughs> uh, I, and, and I'll tell you why, cause, uh, I, I know Daryl, he's the nicest guy I ever met, but i tell you what, he could get real mean real quick. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> We're gonna have to see if we can and, put uh, Put that fight together. <laughs> that would be an interesting fight, though, because they're both uh, giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They could fight one round <laughs> and then both sing a song. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they might care. It would be a silly. All right, man. Hey, I want to ask you one thing, one more thing. Your favorite Nashville podcast, 
Oh, you got it. Great hustling. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I sure appreciate it, man. And once you uh, once you start selling them millions of records, you got to come back on. Don't forget about us. Yeah, man. Sure will. And if you ever uh, you get me and Daryl on there. Yeah, man. Once you get back to the Nashville area, like if you're around here sometime, let me know. We'll hook up and get a picture. That'd be cool. Cool. We'll do it. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, man. We wish you a lot of success, and uh, thanks for everything for coming on. Very cool. All right, thank you for having me. Tell Daryl we said hi. All right, that's the show. Cody Wickline on Straight Hustling. Man, it sounds like he's got a damn good game plan on life, man. It's, you know, started going to nursing school, had to stop so he can uh, kick it country style. Man, yeah. I wish him the best of freaking luck. It's awesome when a dream comes together. Yeah, down there at the Harley shop, getting ready to Waste do a money. show down there. I hope he don't slip on that damn oil slip. <laughs> There's some nice Harleys out, man. And there are some real nice ones, but, you know, like you said, uh, you're a victory man, I'm an Indian man, and we got to... It'd and, still uh, be funny. Money though. Mike's a Harley guy, so... Yeah, Money Mike. He ain't here, though. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so we got a little gas on the Daryl Worley, uh, Blake Shelton feud, see if we can get that going. I don't know why, but... <laughs> it's you just know, fun, I guess. Daryl opened that door, so we got to... <laughs> Yeah, we blame it all on him, yep. Oh, uh, shoot. If we, yeah. if we can get this one done, then we can get, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, that wanted us to get the fight the tomato soup game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get one promoter like this, put up Blake Shelton on the soup can. Uh, Come in for you, Blake. Rick Rufus. Yeah, Rick Rufus. Rick Rufus. He won the Kimbo fight. Yeah, that's right. That's hey, funny. We could have Blake, uh, the winner of Blake and Daryl, to meet Kimbo. Well, hopefully we can get home tonight. A big, huge storm here, so yeah, wasn't looking good earlier. Well, tell them where they can hit the site to find all our cool, de- cool details. Hey, y'all, be sure to go to www.straighthustling.com. It's S T R, the number eight H U S T L I N dot com. Man, we have all of our podcasts right there on the front page. Uh, we got links where you can order T-shirts, uh, link to Stitcher and iTunes, where you can. Have our site streamed right to you. And be sure to check on the bottom corner of the page, man. we got Freedom Munitions down there. Uh, get you a heck of a deal on some uh, ammunition. Yeah, a lot of good stuff going on. we got a lot of cool people coming out. Keep listening to us, and thank you for listening. And, every, and uh, thanks for support, supporting us. Go out there and leave us some comments, please. Hey, and, just, just putting back your head, people. We're thinking about trying Periscope every now and then. Uh, so y'all be sure to hit us up on that when you see us. And, uh We'll ask you questions just as soon as uh, we hear them. Yeah, yeah, we should do that tonight and got some questions. I know. For, man, we're slipping. I don't know. Maybe next time, though. All right, guys. Y'all take it easy. You ain't hustling. You ain't living. We're out. It's two and a concrete block. I said, now give me 30 minutes. We'll be rocking in the parking lot.